0: We are seeing marriages and family life fall apart in our nation and neighborhoods. The divorce rate is at its highest in human history. For the first time, there are more children being raised in single-parent households than married households. Furthermore, significant divisions exist between husbands and wives, parents and their children, brothers and sisters. Related, schools are now battlegrounds for ideological indoctrination. Antithetical to marriage and family life, let alone basic Christian values and the vision of the true dignity of human nature, have also become battlegrounds for violence. Also related, our children and their children are growing up in homes in a society that has increasingly abandoned the practice, if not the belief, in the beauty and the goodness of placing ourselves under the ways and will of Jesus Christ, who is the only one who is fully human and fully God, and thereby The only one capable of bringing our human families and institutions together again. To bring that security, that safety, that um, sense of belonging, identity, and mission, and purpose, love, life. What to do with this very dangerous situation we all find ourselves in today. If not directly, then certainly all around us, because we are swimming in it. At St. Francis de Sales, we have a solution in the form of an invitation that comes from the heart of Jesus Christ Himself for families of all shapes and sizes Singles, newlyweds, divorced, single parent, traditional and blended families, widows and empty nesters. Jesus can meet you right where you are. And he calls you then to come closer to his most sacred heart, which can change everything, make everything better. How? Well, let's begin with the scriptures, our first reading for today from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. Luke tells us that the time about about something very powerful happened to us as human beings, as human beings, part of a society of people. He tells us that it happened on Pentecost. A new beginning for humanity, a new action, a new decision, a a new direction. God sends his Holy Spirit upon his followers who are in a house. They were in a house. And I want to come back to the fact that they were in a house when this happened. They're in this house praying to Jesus, asking him to fulfill his promises asking them to save them, asking them to take away their fears and worries, to empower them, to embolden them, to protect them, and to send them out into a world desperate for a new hope. Jesus hears their prayers, and the Holy Spirit falls upon them, dwells in them. Sent from the heart of Jesus, God's Spirit transforms the hearts of his followers. At that point, the church is created. The doors of that house is open wide and the gospel is proclaimed to a pagan people. From that point, the chains that held the world bound, shackled under the firm occupation of the Roman Empire and the tyranny of that empire and the power of the enemy behind that empire, the enemy of this world, those shackles became unfettered and set free. Within a relatively short period of time then, men and women from across the Roman Empire, marriages and families, entire civilizations were evangelized. And the Roman Empire fell. Not from ideologies, and not from violence but from faith. Fell into faith. And then the Roman Catholic Church rose up from the ashes of the Roman Empire. And the Christian faith, the Christian world, rose and brought Jesus to all corners of the world. And that was the case up until a few generations ago the generations that are still alive and the generations that are coming right now. We have stopped doing that work of bringing Christ to all nations, let alone to our neighbors. And look at where the world is now. This is on us. Today is the solemnity of Pentecost. And rather than just go through the motions of this beautiful solemnity, this beautiful liturgy, and, 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 and trying to remember the powerful beginnings of the church in our world, in our human history, and the effects of that church across time, I want to also propose something new and something old in one. I want to propose to you a devotion. To the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the enthronement of each of your homes to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. You see, this practice among Catholic Christians is centuries old. Seen in the lives of many, many people and many saints and, in fact, entire nations and millions of people have been won over to the heart of Jesus, won back to the heart of Jesus, and then allowed themselves To be put under the protection and the power of the only true Savior of humanity. So, why don't we, as a parish, composed of many families, many homes, many houses, return to this old, spiritual, beautiful practice and make it new and relevant? And impactful in our lives? Why don't we gather as persons and families in our homes and pray like the followers of Jesus, beginning at the Pentecost event, for Jesus to fulfill his promises in our lives and to come into our lives in new and powerful ways, transform us, save us from the enemy, save us from evil, save our marriages and our families, our church, and then send us out to evangelize the human institutions of our society, bringing Christ again to a now pagan world. Here's what I propose. Let's make the beautiful decision today on Pentecost to commit ourselves to pray for Jesus' promises to be fulfilled in our lives by enthroning our homes to the sacred heart of Jesus. Here's how. I have blessed packets containing a three-day enthronement to the sacred heart of Jesus that you can do in your homes now. After Mass, you can pick up one of these packets at all the entrances of the church. And then all the directions on how to enthrone your home and the prayers to enthrone them are in a do-it-yourself packet at the back. If you would prefer guidance for your enthronement, we have enthronement missionaries ready to help you. You can find their contact information in today's bulletin. We have provided an image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus within the packet, but you can select any image of the Sacred Heart that you would like. Display it, then, in a place of prominence in your home, and consider surrounding this image with the pictures of your family members and other people important to your life, like your parish priest (laughs) and your poor parish deacon or maybe not him but definitely me okay you can pick up pick then three pick three consecutive days you don't have to start today but three consecutive days when you're going to be together and then you pray the enthronement of your home and your family together the next sunday on what our church calls trinity sunday we will enthrone our parish home our church to the Sacred Heart of Jesus during the Mass. Up and down the centuries, Jesus has appeared to many people and many saints—they're called apparitions—inviting them to dedicate their own hearts to his love and their homes and missions to his heart, and calling on them then to spread this devotion to the people of the world. In fact, Our Lord, Jesus Christ, also appeared to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque between the years of 1673 and 1675. Among the words he spoke to her, Jesus asked her to pass along to the world twelve promises to those who would respond to the pleading of his sacred heart and make an effort to return to his love. St. Margaret Mary once said, towards the end of these years of spreading this devotion, she said this, she said, I do not know of any other exercise in the spiritual life that is more calculated to raise a soul in a short amount of time to the height of holiness and to make it taste the true sweetness to be found in the service of Jesus Christ. And she was able to witness this, not just and the people of influence around her, but in her entire nation. You see, what's happening in our nation right now is nothing new under the sun. People have gone through this before when they've gotten off track, and the Lord then has these apparitions and and, and asks for these types of devotions, And, and when an entire nation does this, or when a parish or a neighborhood does this, they come back to the Lord. This apparition of our Lord and this devotion has been approved by the Church, promoted by many popes, and has changed countless lives, and therefore marriages and families. This is not superstition, nor should this be practiced in a superstitious way. This is devotion, not magic. It is... Devoting your heart to the merciful and loving, sacred heart of Jesus. Dedicating your home to Jesus. Asking Him to be Lord of your home and family. And then placing His image in a place of prominence in your home. So every time you and family members and loved ones pass by, you remember Him. And rededicate yourselves and your loved ones to Him. This is devotion. Here are the twelve promises Jesus promises. Jesus always keeps his promises. Promises Jesus makes available to you when you choose to enthrone your home to a sacred heart and live a life in devotion to your sacred heart. Number one, I will give them all the graces necessary in their state of life. He'll meet you right where you're at. Number two, I will establish peace in their homes. I will comfort them in all their afflictions. I will be their secure refuge during life and above all at death. I will bestow abundant blessings upon all their undertakings. Sinners will find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. Lukewarm souls shall become more fervent. Fervent souls shall quickly mount to higher holiness. And number nine, I will bless every place in which an image of my heart is exposed and honored. Let me say that again. I will bless every place in which an image of my heart is exposed and honored. Number 10. I will give to priests the gift of touching the most hardened hearts. I've dedicated the rectory to the Sacred Heart soon after I moved in, and I've had a lifelong devotion to the Sacred Heart that I learned from my mother when I was a teenager. Number 11, those who shall promote this devotion shall have their names written in my heart. And number 10, I promise you, in the excessive mercy of my heart, that my all-powerful love will grant to all those who receive Holy Communion on the first Fridays, this is another devotion, the first Fridays in nine consecutive months, the grace of final perseverance. They shall not die in my disgrace, nor without receiving their sacraments. My divine heart shall be their safe refuge in this last moment. Listen. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. We live in a very confused age. And many people in our society and its institutions are very, very confused about like the basics, like who they are, let alone about what is good and true and beautiful. We live in a time when evil is running rampant and we have allowed it, because we have not resisted it, not fought against it, not placed then also us and our families under the protection, the power, and the lordship of Jesus Christ. We placed us and them every under everything else, including under a TV, every night for hours. Our human hearts, then, our marriages and families, schools and churches, Are threatened and under siege. Now is the time to respond to the grace Jesus wants to offer each of us from the Gospels and from His own heart. Now is the time to rededicate ourselves to His Sacred Heart. On this Pentecost Sunday, just like the first Pentecost Sunday, now is the time to make the beautiful decision. And allow the Holy Spirit to represent the Son of God and the Savior of humanity to us. And to revive and restore the domestic church, which is your homes, and our own family church here at St. Francis de Sales. The enthronement packets are at the entrances of the church. Should we run out at this last Mass? And I hope we do. We will replenish our stock For next weekend. This choice is yours.